right, who was the better player, Magic or, or Larry? All around. All around. That, 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 that. Off Damn, of, I can't of, believe you stopped. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot. Max, I don't know which player has impressed me more. James Harden or Luka Doncic? I think it's easy. Luka. I mean, James Harden is going is a, a savant scoring the basketball, but Luka's done things in being 20 years old that are surreal now. Um, we're talking about averaging a triple-double at his age. Mm. And uh, being able to score, rebound, assist, and dominate a game at 20 years old—that's crazy, ridiculous. And you think about the teams that passed up on him, right? And you think about Atlanta, who he got traded. <laughs> he got, got traded. traded. Atlanta. He, they didn't pass up on him. They grabbed yeah. him. They let him go before he even played. But the word was, and I talked to somebody from Atlanta, and said that. Lucas said he was not going to play in Atlanta. He wanted to play uh, under Donnie Wash, and he wanted to play for Mark Cuban. Well, they had been recruiting him for years. That's yeah. why. So they, so they were going to figure out a way so to get they, him to so, Dallas. So they wanted him. But, you know, that's uh, that's one of those things you, you look at and go, wow. Yeah. That's a, a, hell of a hell of a player that, you know, that got by for a franchise. To me, any NBA franchise could use him in that situation. You know, we'll we can we we'll explore, it. and we'll talk about the you know the black and white aspect of it. Right. Yeah, I know a lot of people want to put their hand their heads in the sand and say, well, you know, oh my gosh, you know, he's a he's a, he's a just a player. He's a great white player, mm-hmm. and for a league like this, that's significant. It yeah. would and people that and I matter of fact, it was on the podcast. I right. even asked somebody about it. I said, you know, if you had two players and they were equal in you know ability. Uh, who would be easier to market, a white player or a black player? And the guy, oh, da, 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 da. <laughs> really? Adam, like, Adam ser- Coffin. Seriously? Celtics B, yeah. Seriously? That you're going to, Adam, you're going to go like that and not, you, you're going to just. It's the cancel era, Max. You're going to want to get in trouble. He don't want to be like, man, well, I'm, take, I'm taking the white boy what, all day. What was the era? I mean, <laughs> and that, that's just like. It's a common sense. You could ask me that. And I could say, but yeah, you know, I mean, he's afraid he's going to be like, oh, people are going to say, oh, what's wrong with the black kid? Why wouldn't you pick the black? Why would you draft the black player? But it's just common sense. It is. In a marketplace it that, is, yeah. in a, especially a marketplace like Atlanta, that so desperately would love to have a great white player. Right. Could you imagine Luca right now, the way he's playing in the hometown of Coke? What Coca Cola? Right, right. Do you what is what would Coke do with him? With how many billboards can you put in Atlanta with him on it, or internationally with him drinking a Coke? That to me is crazy. So right. I don't think that there's there's no way. And I've had an argument with a couple of people about that, and we've talked about it. And uh, from Atlanta, and they just like uh, some people said we might they might have missed, but then there were some people who were were diehard Trey fans. Right. And they were, oh, well, Trey, you know, he, the thing about Trey, all the rappers love him. All the, all the rappers buy, buying a ticket or two. That's what they're doing. <laughs> they come to the lake, give me one for the lake. Right. Give me Floor one seats for, the for that Celtics, one big game. And that's give it. me yeah. that. You know, they're like that average white fan that came to the game and like, uh, I have a family pack of four season right. tickets. 
Whoa. Okay. The thing about the hip hop culture in Atlanta, which is obviously is, is, a, is a real thing, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a real thing, but is that going to generate your? Is that going to generate dollars right. equate to those maximum dollars for you if you went out and you had Luca as your, the face of your franchise right now? Right. If you were honest with yourself, who right now would be a better fit for Atlanta, Luca or Trey? Luca all day. Then I'll ask you why. Because <laughs> he's white. <laughs> and he can, well. Oh, and he can ball. He can and he can ball, ball, right. ball his ass right. off. He yeah. can ball his ass off. So let's make sure we put that out. Oh, of he can ball his ass off. He's the best player but, in the draft. Yeah, and, and and right now, one of the best players in the league. Right. And the future with him is, yeah, Trey is is, is very good. I love what Trey is able to Luka, do. Though. But he's not Luka. Right. And he's not the face of what, what you know, this franchise what that franchise probably would love to have. I just feel like it was the kind of a mysterious factor to it because Dallas had been really tracking this kid for years. Not every team was doing that. Maybe they didn't do their homework enough to realize how good this kid was. Or maybe they just weren't exactly... Nobody in the NBA did not know who Luka was. No, they know who he was, Max. But I'm saying like for someone, a team like Atlanta, when they're looking at someone like Trey Young, they're thinking it could be somewhere in between, you know, somewhere neck and neck. And obviously they were wrong by that, you know. After last season, everyone knows that that was the wrong. Yeah, you know what? That was the wrong and, decision. And there was a guy who argued me, argued with me to nail for Atlanta, but he just argued me to nail about this whole thing about oh my God, Trey fits what we do so much better. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he, you want to be honest with you? See, it's hard Get to the mirror. It's hard to carry that argument because Luca is that classic example of someone that makes his teammates so much better. This episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast is brought to you by Simple Contact. Simple Contact is the most convenient way to renew your contact lens prescription. This is vision care for the 21st century. And here's how it works. Need to renew your prescription? Take the five-minute Simple Contact vision test online from your phone or laptop. It will be reviewed by a licensed doctor. You will receive a renewed prescription and reorder your contacts. It's that simple. A real doctor reviews your test in 24 hours, and if your vision hasn't changed, that doctor will write you a new prescription. And just like that, a fresh supply of brand new lens are on the way to your door. It's made things so much easier for me to get my new prescriptions, and this is the way that everyone should be getting their contacts. And right now, just for listening to the Cedric Maxwell podcast, you get $20 off your first order of Simple Contacts. To save $20 your first lens, go to simplecontacts.com max or enter the code max at checkout. I want to mention that this isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. You still need to get those occasionally, but this is the convenient and newest way to renew your prescription and reorder your contacts if your vision hasn't changed. Again, check out Simple Contacts and get $20 off by going to simplecontacts.com max, or you can enter the promo code max at checkout. That's simplecontacts.com max, or you can enter the promo code max at checkout. Give it a try and thank me later. All right, let's get back to our podcast now. He's going to get his, but he's also going to make other guys better. Okay, here's here's one. I can't say the same thing here, about Trey, at least not yet. Here's one I'll throw at you and see what you'll say. You take it right now. You, you're in Boston. Who you take? You take Magic or you take Bird? Oh, I'm taking Bird. Uh, huh? You do? Yeah. If you, all right, and if you're L.A., you take a Bird or you take a Magic? You take a Magic. Okay, because those two players happen to fit better right. for their cities. But Larry Bird... Is the check mark for a franchise? Yeah, but the skill set is a lot closer if compared to two players like Luka Doncic and well, Trey no. Young. Everybody talking about Luka, talking about Trey Young, the way he shoots, 
His ability to knock down shots. Nobody looked at Luka as like, oh, this assist guy, this rebounding guy. Right. Larry Bird's game Luka's is, an all-around better player. All right. Who was the better player, Magic or, or Larry? All around? All around. Like that, 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 that. Off Damn, of, off I of, can't believe you I don't watch these guys. Man, I'm dead. saying off of my homework, off of my research, I'm going to, okay, I'm probably going to lead towards Magic, but... It's not that the, the gap's not that big. Okay, all right. I, I'm, 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 <laughs> you make me feel like coughing right now. You trying to get yeah, like right. yeah. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Who? <laughs> what? Honestly, I've never been, asked, mean, and, I've never been and, asked that question and there, before. And there's there's guys right now who I've never been asked that question. There were guys right now. There's a there's a producer right now, Paul Lucy, who does um, uh, Comcast, and right now he says Larry Bird is one of the top five players ever to play the game. You think he is? Probably top ten. Uh, okay. Is okay. Magic top five though? I don't know. I'm just asking. You're not question. sure. I'm not, I'm asking I'm not sure he's top five either. I'm asking a question. I don't know. Magic has won what six championships? Five championships? Five, five, five. championships? Yeah. Is Kobe in that? Who? Kobe's that, got five too. That would be one of those questions you have to ask. Like, okay, would you would you take Magic right now as your point guard, the best ever? Yes, of course. Okay. Would you take Larry Bird as the best small forward ever? Yes. You got uh, you got, t- you got LeBron, Timmy. him Timmy, and LeBron. Timmy's in there. LeBron's in there. And by the way, I put I still put KG over Tim Duncan. That has nothing to do with him being a Celtic. I, I've been saying that from the beginning. Okay, all right. Okay, that's neck and neck. But I give the edge to KG. If KG had the accolades, there'd be a completely different conversation. He spent it, those ten years in, in Minnesota, and that kind of hurt. When him. I asked you that question about Larry Bird, if you you being a light skinned brother, you 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 start turning red. You did. You start turning red right in front of me. Like, hey, shut up. Oh, nah, Don't nah, say that to the uh, listeners. Yeah, so that's yeah, not yeah, true. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah, never turn yeah, red. Get out of here. Oh, yes, you do. Yes, you do. No, I didn't watch yeah, those yeah, guys, yeah. man. Okay, I got to okay. do, do it off of research. Okay, research. All right. Yeah. You won't even answer the question. Who's better, Magic or Larry? Uh, what's that? What up? What, you play with one of them. Magic. Magic, why? Um,. I think his skill set because he could do a little bit of everything. That's, that's why I lean towards him too. Probably he was he was more of a point. Now Larry Bird was a better rebounder, but passing they had to be very much neck and neck. Larry was yeah, a better. Pass, Larry yeah. was a better. Larry was a better scorer. Magic was a better, and this is hard. Magic was a better passer. Huge presence. It's, it's like you said. It's. You know, it's 1A, 1B. It's hard to, but it is a defining era when you look at players, some great players in this league, and you're going, that player was made for this city. Larry Bird was made for Boston. Magic was made for L.A. Right. Showtime. He loved the spotlight. He loved Hollywood. Was Michael Jordan made for Chicago? What's made for Chicago? I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know what well, that I'm means. just saying again. You know, you can't think of him, but you're saying, "God, MJ," and he was almost in Portland. Yeah, yeah. He almost was in Portland. You going? They decided to take the big, going, the big man. And you don't like this, MJ in Portland. That you know, Elijah Wan in Houston. Right. You know, Doctor J in Philly. Right. There's certain names and certain personalities that go with that city that you're going. Yeah. I couldn't see like John Stockton. Kid, kid can't see him any place except as a Utah Jazz. Right, right. You know, yeah. Carl Malone. Carl Malone, same. Still Utah yeah. Jazz. 
Right. You know, I asked this to Reggie Lewis, Reggie, not Reggie Lewis, but Reggie Miller, mm-hmm. and was saying him because for the for a while when he first retired. The Celtics were trying to yeah, get was him he to really? come. They were trying to get him to come out of retirement for the for the and he wore 17. you know he wore thirty one, and my thirty one had been retired. And I used to tease him all the time. I'm like, dude, I would have took it down. I would have <laughs> took it down for you know. I would have took it down for you to come here. They've been great. So I you would have got that championship. Yeah. So I think it's I think it's real funny when you think about players and who they are and what they do, but. Uh, this episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast is brought to you by good friends over at Blue Chew. Right now, when you head over to BlueChew.com and enter the promo code MAXWELL, you'll get your first shipment absolutely free. All you have to pay for is $5 for the shipping. And trust me, you don't want to miss out on this opportunity, fellas. Yeah, you don't. I mean, we're not talking about chewing gum. We're talking about adult chewing gum. And uh, if you want a little extra pep in your step, then uh, I suggest that you follow through. I tried it. Woo. Man, there was some happy. <laughs> there was some two happy people in the room. That's right. Blue True brings you the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know that these things work, all right? And now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. Okay. So and ladies, and ladies, you can go get it for your men too. That's right. You know, you're not you just can't use it yourself, but you give it to your man, maybe that's what you want to enhance his performance. And Max, you try to yourself. Trust me, you don't want to miss out on this opportunity, fellas. And for the ladies out there. Again, that's bluechew.com. Enter the promo code MAXWELL, $5 for shipping. First shipment is absolutely free. That's a, that's just an imposing question right. when you think about the great ones like that and you're going, those two guys changed the fabric of the NBA. Magic and Larry, when they came in, this was a, when I was first got in the league, it was considered a black game that was drugs and, and sex and, mm-hmm. and didn't have the appeal. And those two guys came in the NBA and they changed the perspective of the NBA with their ability to pass, making it more team inclusive. You don't think if Larry, well, obviously he had the back issues, you know, maybe he could have prolonged his career if he wasn't doing yard work and stuff, you know, he would, he refused to hire people. He was just kind of doing his own thing. That's just who he was. Obviously he could have prolonged his career, but I, I can't just from looking at the numbers, I can't get over the fact of how many three pointers he could have, that he missed out on. What was the whole new era? Their board wasn't a, the three point threat was not in the game. So for I mean, first couple of years, I mean, in the championship years, 1981, the 1981 championship, game with Houston and Boston the final game number six in uh, Houston I think in that game there were seven it was no more than seven three-pointers attempted wow. for the entire game it's more than that in a quarter and yeah yeah more, more than more, that in five minutes five minutes yeah. the guys taking taking so jacked up like 11 in the yeah. first quarter yeah so I think the, the game the game is so different but you know Larry was a, a forerunner gosh how good would Larry be in the league right now in his prime, the way the game is played now, right. pick and roll, pick and pop. You know this. You get the, to the free throw the line game, all the time. The game you knock was, down this threes. game was was meant for Larry Bird. This was Luca is Larry. I was just about Luca. Luca is going to make the connection. I was going to come yeah. full circle here. Yeah, Luca. Luca is Larry, or, or Larry is Luca. Either one you want to say, because very similar, right? Yeah, you're talking about a guy who could get your triple double any night. Tell you what was really cool about Larry though was the fact that he was ambidextrous. 
So I think that was another thing that confused people because Larry would sign his autographs with his left hand. He signed with his left hand, but he shot with his right That's hand. Right, yeah. So around the hoop, Larry had this amazing ability to use left hand hook, you know, left hands around the rim that other people were confused by. So he had a lot of tricks of the trade. Right. And I'm more than anybody is. And, and I'm a, I'll be an authority on it because I was the first pro they ever played against Larry. Everybody else was, oh, you're not. No, no. I was the one that played against Larry in his first probably veterans camp when, when camp started. It's like the first it, first time it, you guys it, all it got was, together. It was the first time Larry had, had played against somebody like me. He wrote this in his book one time. I'd never seen, some, I'd never seen so many moves before in my life when he was talking about me. Mm-hmm. And I was the same one looking at him going, white boy can't play. Can't. There's no way he can play. I mean, he walks out. He looks slow. He takes something. I'm like, this is going to be a cakewalk. What do you think of his jump shot? Cakewalk. I'm thinking in my mind. You were judging are you, him. You are judging you, that, that funky, oh, that funky fullback. <laughs> I was like, that, come on, man. Are you serious? This is not. We got this guy. I remember singing in my mind. I was over there clapping like this. Great white hope. Here we go. Here we. That was in my mind. That was a busted because, guy. Because man. I was. I was this prejudiced black player and looked at the game completely different. Like, this is a black game. It's owned by black people. It's made by black people. Mm. I never thought that I was going to be, like, in homage to see a, a white guy play. And then I'll watch him the first first practice. I'm guarding him. I'm like, uh, eh, you know, here's the first shot, second shot. About six, seven, eight shots down the line, I'm thinking, like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Did I choose poorly? <laughs> was my decision making that bad? <laughs> and it, it really was. And I just remember going to the first black player I could go to. Going, you know what? I got to find a brother right now. That white guy can play. <laughs> so all I remember saying to this guy <laughs> and just shaking my head, sending my, sending my stall going, Damn, what did I just witness? What what did I just see here? So, you know, I, and it was, uh, but then became a mutual thing of respect. We play, we had a, that first couple of years, we had great year. I remember they were saying that uh, Larry and I were a combination, maybe the best two forwards in the league, the best forward tandem in the league. I was, I was shooting about 60% from the field, averaging about 18 a game. Larry was averaging over 20-something a game. And we both averaging had to be close to 20 rebounds, over 20 rebounds between us. Mm. So, um, you know, I, I played in a, played with him. And um, I think we both uh, were able to hone our skills. And I was smart enough to understand after I played with Larry that first time, don't fight progress, brother. Don't fight progress. You can't fight City Hall. Either <laughs> join them <laughs> or get left behind. <laughs> and I decided that time, look. I, I'm I'm gonna ride this one. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going with the white horse this time. All right, I, I'll take this. One. See what I love about Luca is he's more Larry than LeBron. You know, I feel like lately throughout this era of basketball, it's been the LeBrons, and then now it's the Giannis Antetokounmpo. These big, athletic guys, strong muscle. You know what I mean? Like they just power through Quickness, people. Yeah, juggernauts. Mm-hmm. I like the finesse guys. Yeah, yeah. He I was. like the the the, the Lucas or the Larrys or before LeBron the the uh, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan wasn't big. He wasn't six eight. But know, but built. Michael could fly though. Two fifty, but he could fly. He could fly. I yeah. like the finesse guys. But that, but I prefer Luca, that. But Luca and Larry are both groundhogs. 
These, these are groundhogs. These guys ain't jumping high. Right. So, but they play below the rim. Yeah. But their ability has made them play above the rim of scoring the basketball, being tricky, step back, jump shots. Mm-hmm. You know, the, one of the biggest things that I, I think back on Larry Bird is when he walked into the three-point competition one year. And then he was he walked in the room. He's looking around. He's like, just looking. And everybody's like, Larry, what you looking at? And Larry said, she want to see which one you guys coming in second. <laughs> that was... That is as ballsy as can be. That's that is ballsy as can be. You got a warm up on too the whole time, man. Okay. That, that's just you are ballsy as can be. He did it with the warm up, and then on. he became. This is what is so thrilling about me for me and, and fascinating. He became a lot of. He became an icon for a lot of black people. How many black people do I see right now walking around with Larry Bird jerseys on? <laughs> that was one of the things that just didn't happen. That didn't happen. Yeah. I was like, it's all of a sudden, it's like, you know, when the first time you ever saw a brother on a skateboard. <laughs> yeah. You're looking like, <laughs> what you doing, bro? What you doing? <laughs> what the hell are you doing? It's like, Where'd you get that from? Yeah. I mean, do you know you're black and you ain't supposed to be on that skateboard? That's what, that, that's what, you do know that, right? You know that's a white thing, right? Yo, show me a trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's, there's no way. No way. And now you go in the black community and you see all these, these black dudes with skateboards. I'm like, how did that? Yeah. How did that happen? It's a beautiful thing. It's great. How did that? I mean, but how did that happen? Because yeah. that was one of the things you just did not see in the community. Yeah. It's my skateboard. And, and brother... It's like going to the burbs and hearing them blast hip hop or blasting yeah. the same thing I'm listening to in my headphones. Yeah. I'm like, who who gave you that CD? Yeah, man? yeah, you yeah. Get that, that that to me is crazy because <laughs> you know all our kids now have and and that's what to me was was the more fascinating thing about Larry Bird was he became an icon not only to white players and 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 white people he became an icon to a bunch of brothers mm-hmm. and. I knew Larry Bird had become an icon was the day that the day that I had gone to I was in Charlotte in a barber shop. And then there was Jesus Christ, Michael Jordan, and then there was a picture of Larry Bird in a black barber shop. I'm like, you know, Jesus Christ with the Last Supper. You always say right, that. Right. Oh yo, where you go at? In the black barber shop. It's the same thing. Jesus Christ and the Last Supper. That's it. You got that one. Michael Jordan. But then there was Larry Bird. I said, brother, then crossed over. Michael Jordan from like the dunk contest or something yeah, like that. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You always see that MJ flying in right. or whatever, but then you see Larry taking the jump. Those are just crazy. But yeah, that was a picture that you go in every every black barber shop, you go in there. Oh, that's the the Lord's Lord's Supper, right? That's the last one. That, that's Jesus's last meal, right there. Really? <laughs> every barbershop is that is that is that standard for every every black barbershop? Yeah, you start the barbershop, man. You okay. gotta have that. That's the first thing they put on the wall. <laughs> and then they put the numbers with all the pictures of the different hair and styles. Of yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But but that's funny how you said you got. The religious faction of Jesus, and now you got everything else. You got, you know, and then you got posters of a, a, a dance coming, or, oh, or yeah, you know, yeah, somebody yeah. having something, yeah. or somebody coming, to, or somebody coming to the barbershop bootlegging something. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> yo, yo, you got need two a, for five yeah. movies here. Yeah. DVDs, yeah. which I need. Yeah, I got that. I got that new. Uh, I got that new movie that just came. Whatever's in theaters. Right? And that movie just come out. <laughs> Crystal clear, man. Yeah. Crystal clear. Right. I, got, I got that movie, man. Got, yeah, only three yeah. people walked past, man. That's Not that it. bad. Not that I, got, bad. I got that, man. It's I got good that. Quality. Yeah, yeah. That was that was the funniest thing. We going in. To just see some of the things that come through a barbershop. Yeah, boys, sometimes you know. that movie was on a TV screen. Oh, yeah. This movie's in theaters. <laughs> How y'all get this? <laughs> How'd y'all get this on TV? That movie will be out next week. No. It's here right now. Like, how'd that happen? It's like, really? Is that how that happened? That's the barbershop. For barbershop. Sure. I, and I think that's so ironic that... that um, that you would see LeBron doing a second his segment like oh, that the from the barbershop. Thing, yeah, I like and that. It's, it's so it's so yeah. cool because it's like a TV podcast with a because, bunch of different yeah, celebrities. It's a good it's, it's a good format because it's so real at the barbershop. When you go to a black barbershop, you don't just talk about sports. but oh, no. it's just anything anything Anything's that happened. Any, anything yeah. anything that happened. You can walk in in the middle of a debate. You, you you'll catch up and then you'll put in your two cents. Yeah, but in two cents and before you before your haircut's done, <laughs> before your haircut's then somebody else is coming in adding something else onto it. And Lord knows, don't let me walk in on a basketball thing. Hey, 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 Max, will you? What do you think? <laughs> you know what you can do. You can be the arbitrator here. You know you gonna right. be the judge. Right, Max. Come you, here, come here, come you here. played yeah. in the league. Listen okay? to what you, this dude just said. Yeah, this dude is stupid. <laughs> this dude is stupid. That's the worst. Stupid right now. You ever be on the other side of that though, yeah, and you're yeah, waiting for yeah, the dude yeah, to respond, yeah, yeah. and then he, he's got yeah, your yeah, side. Yeah. You're like, wait, what I say? Well, I told you, man. I told you, man. I told you. Tell you, Max just walked in here, man. He he played with. Oh, you don't know who he is? Hold on, wait a minute. You don't know he's the Finals MVP. You know that. Well, here's his watch right here. We here's his MVP watch I just showed you. Going really seriously? I'm gonna carry this tomorrow. Yeah, yeah better bring that. I am. I am. I'm gonna bring Max, this. Right, I'm, gonna go people, in, I'm gonna go oh, in. I'm gonna go in the barbershop. Let me set it up. The people can't see. So yeah. Max pulled out the uh, the Finals MVP gift, I guess, from the NBA. It was, it was a gift, and it's a uh, it's a it's a not. It's a fancy watch, I guess. Not even <laughs> the, fancy. What did they tell you? What, they they told, told me, you it was fancy. Told me it was one of the thinnest watches in the world. I was like, really? I opened up the box. I'm like, oh, this ought to be cool. I looked on the back and it said Seiko. <laughs> you know, are we serious? In this case is and that, everything, though. Is funny. this how this thing goes? This is right here. Seiko. No, you're going to rock that. I'm going to bring That's it not tomorrow. That's going social media. I will bring it tomorrow to the game because somebody, be was, somebody was asking me about it. And they were like, well, what'd you get? What'd you get for the final MVP? Now, the only thing you can actually say about this is if I had gotten a car in 1980. Oh, it's done. The car would be in the junkyard. Yeah, it's done. You got that forever. Still so got, that's a good look. Still a got the, you still can laugh got about the this joke. forever. Yeah, still got the joke. Look, this is what they get. Matter of fact, I showed this. This is the funniest thing. Uh, when David Stern, I always talked, used to talk to him in the league about like, are you serious, man? This is what they gave me? <laughs> what you give people? I didn't. I can't get a come up. Or, you know, like a brother. Like, <laughs> we got to redo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't, can't get the come up, man. What's so, oh, well, why do I got the, you know? And then the funny thing you got to pick the anniversary, it, man. Every year after that, they gave away a car. That was the last year they gave away this those watches. Is, no, this is the only year they gave away this watch. <laughs> this is not the, not that. It's the only year they ever gave a watch away. So they were always giving out whips. 
I thought that was a new thing. That they they've been giving out, out whips forever. That's <laughs> why I thought I was gonna get one. But this was it right here. Now you 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 can even tell the Relax, listeners right the now that, <laughs> that you got to have that right now. Even the placket placket which came with it. Now I gotta go get me some gorilla glue <laughs> actually to put the plaque back on the box. The funniest part is seeing the dry glue all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got I actually got some gorilla glue, so I'm gonna tape this up. And tomorrow this will be coming to the game with me. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a big joke tomorrow when I bring this. Like, what they give you? This is it. You got to bring the whole box. Yeah, yeah I will. I bring the whole box. The whole box is coming with me tomorrow. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. Ah.